Hey there. Uh, I wanted to see about renting your Seawalk Villa condo. Okay. Uh, I just broke up with my girlfriend, so I'm looking for a place to stay. Okay. So <laughs> this sounds perfect. Um, does it come with any amenities in the room at all? Like linens and things? Uh, like, is there, like, a tissue box, or do I need to grab that for myself? Yeah, you'd have to grab most everything else, because we, we took most of that stuff out. Okay, so uh, no no lotion or tissues or anything like that? Mm, no. I have the place up to uh, Elliott Realty. Mm-hmm. And, uh... They, they're down there on site. Okay, great. So I could ask them for anything if I needed some tissues or some lotion. He could take care of you. He could do whatever. Do you think they could... um, He's got keys. Oh, great, great. Could I get some uh, pornos on the TV, do you think, from them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, this is great. Any channel that I want? Well, you know... Everything's (laughs) in there you need except for... That's great. Actually, they furnished uh, linens and towels. Oh, perfect. I might be needing a lot of towels. You know, I'm just breaking up with my girlfriend. So planning on having a little fun with myself. I hear you, buddy. So you think, uh, let's say I like squirt a little jizz up on the television. That's going to be okay with them? Well, I mean, as long as it can be cleaned off. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to George and Chris in the morning. I mean, Chris and George in the morning. I'm Chris. George. And today, we have sitting in with us Kevin McKenna and Gilly Nisim. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey. Uh, we have special guest Joe Saunders today. Boo. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Joe's a great guy. All right, uh, so look, uh, this is our first show, live on the air for the first time. Uh, Kevin's visiting from San Diego this weekend. Woo! What's up, Kev? Yep, came in from San Diego, uh, you know, wanted to do the show. Kevin is always looking super buff these days, and it makes Believe me feel that. bad because uh, it makes me feel shitty because my body, I feel like in my mind, like you can never change your body. It just is the way it is. But Kevin actually like got himself into really good shape over the last couple of years. You're super wrong about that. You can change your body a lot in a lot of different ways. You're the man now, dog. I'm glad you say that, Chris. Uh, I work out to make you feel worse about your body. <laughs> so to know that that's working. Uh, I knew it. It's fantastic motivation. Anybody that does anything good is directly related to me to make me feel bad. As we're talking about this, I'm pinching a little... Side fat from Chris's belly. You want to talk about pinching? I'll pinch your little breasts, man. Hey, man. Gilly, would you give George's breasts a little pinch? Uh, Would I, like in a could I, would I thing? I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, they're all the way. I didn't particularly enjoy that. And I I, I like boobies, but I wouldn't call those boobies. Um, So I wanted to talk about this today, guys. I found this guy. His name is Wild Bill for America, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to find a story about Ebola, you know, so I was looking online, and I found this guy named Wild Bill, and uh, he's sort of like a tea partier guy, and he's really worried about Ebola, so uh, I'm going to go to this clip. This is Wild Bill. 
Uh, you guys should all go check Screaming them out Screaming in agony while bleeding out through every orifice of the body. And no, I'm not talking about a typical weekend in San Francisco. I'm talking about Ebola, one of the most horrible killer diseases to ever hit mankind. There's no cure, and we're not even sure how it's spread. But it is highly contagious and kills almost every person who contracts it. Um. Wow. There's so many hidden messages in that. He clearly thinks that gay people or people with AIDS maybe or something bleed out through every pore. I think he's it's like a butt sex joke, but uh, I think he's insinuating they just will do it in any hole that they see because they're so horny. <laughs> I think that's what he's talking about. There, there's definitely a dig. Mm -hmm. um, also, I mean... Don't we know how Ebola spreads? That's what bothered me most about this. <laughs> the thing is, is actually that video is from a couple weeks ago before uh, it was brought to the United States. And he is worried about it coming to the U.S. And it actually ended up happening. So I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. It's also the, the music that he plays before it. It's like you think that he's going to say like a nice like family values kind of thing. Like, please vote for me so we can improve our parks. And then it's super violent and dark. Um, yeah, so, okay, I have this other story here. The iPhone 6 came out recently in the last couple of weeks. Yes. And uh, George has owners, one. Yeah, I yeah, got one. How are you liking it so far? That's really great. I really um, I really dig it. My skinny pants, it's not curving or anything like that. Oh, good. I'm stoked. I think this is BS. Um, this guy waited 44 hours to get an iPhone 6 because he was trying to uh, get his wife to come back to him. Uh, so he wanted to get her an iPhone 6. So I found this story, uh, and it's actually like read by a robot. I think a robot like typed and created this YouTube video. That's something that's happening on a lot of uh, websites. They are using fake robot voices to like deliver a fake news segment, so they don't have to hire somebody. It sounds like it like legitimizes it a little bit. So here it is. This is the, uh, the story. A heartbroken husband queued for 44 hours to buy the new iPhone 6 inches a bit to win back his wife after she kicked him out because of his obsession with gadgets. So <laughs> he really missed the mark. <laughs> yeah. He really missed it. It's like the opposite of yeah. what he should have Wait done. Wait for 44 hours for like flowers mm -hmm. or like spend 44 hours writing a card. Or just buy her flowers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, don't need 44 hours like leaving her alone for almost two days <laughs> what i want to know is how that how that became a story like did the girlfriend find out like did he report on this his own pathetic uh no they they yeah. came in inter someone that came in and interviewed <laughs> oh. him outside of the yeah. shop um officers i have to i have to report something <laughs> he I'm just a, needed to get media attention because yeah. he was like this is not gonna work that's i wonder if like samsung if it's just like a for a real minor apology you get your girlfriend like a galaxy or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Um, Don't you own a Samsung? Yeah, my girlfriend gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Did she really? Uh, no, no, I bought it on my own. It's I bought it because uh, I wanted to have look like a contrarian. Oh yeah, you know Andrew, do, our roommate Andrew does that. Um, I don't even know where he is right now. Uh, he's probably locked up inside of his room, being a little bitch. Believe that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're we're recording this in our own apartment at the KCHL Studios, K-Chill, so we might have some random roomies coming in and out. Oh, yeah. So I, I forgot the other thing. If you guys want to... Uh, oh, yeah. If you guys want to 
Oh yeah, that's Matt on the drops. Yeah, by that's the my way. brother Matt, who's volunteering Sheet. his time. Matt has been worried by like nine different sounds and made really like intense hand motions, and it's, then there was there's like little technical stuff. No, I, I it's what, what I have I'm to reading. do. I'm messing up over here. It's like okay. you know little technical things that we're still working out. Um, yeah. So uh, if you want to give me a call and leave a message on my personal answer machine, 818-292-5045. We'll go ahead and play it on the air. Ladies, use that number. We will also be, uh, we have an email account. Uh, It's chrisandgeorgeinthemorning at gmail.com. So if you'd like to email us as well. Not chrisandgeorgeinthemorning, which I said at the beginning. Oh, right. Um, Cool. So we're going to go ahead and open this up to some callers here. Um, So let's go to the lines. We got callers already. Yep. Uh, okay, so looks like we're going to go to our first caller. Okay, caller, you're on the air. Hi, my name's uh, Donald, and I, I was calling because um, you were talking about um, how you have a lot of roommates in your place. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Um, well, I have a lot of roommates, too, and I just wanted to share a little advice to you that um, uh, you can actually, um, a lot, most doors, you can kind of lock uh, from the outside. And so if, like, one of your roommates is being noisy, you can actually lock him inside. In his own in his own room? Yeah, yeah. So Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it takes him a while. They're not locked in there forever, but like you can definitely keep him in there for a little while. I that's not true on my door. Yeah, I don't think it's true on my door. Donald, do you have some weird kind of setup at your place? Is this a traditional apartment? Um, no, it's not. It's like a bungalow. Okay, I don't I think like I, our I, first I, listener. We don't have to time for in. this. Uh, let's go to the next caller. Donald. So thanks, Donald. Hello, caller. Hi, uh, this is Gary. Um, uh, you Gary? were talking. Hi, how are you? You made it sound like there was a normal amount to bleed on a daily basis. Uh, I know that I'm usually bleeding a good pint a day. Is that Go! over the amount? How are you bleeding a pint a day? What bleeding a pint happening? a day. Oh, I get nose nosebleeds. You need a transfusion, dude. You think so? But according to Fight Club, you can swallow a pint of blood before it makes you sick. So, so maybe you should just drink the blood that's coming out of your nose back. Yeah, Have you so seen a doctor, man? Yeah, just see a doctor. Dude, these are our first two callers. This is crazy. All right, we're gonna go to one more caller here. We got time for uh, caller. Are you on the line? Hello. Hey. hey, man, how's it going? What's you're, your name? You're on the air with Chris and George. Oh, cool, cool. Thank you. Hey, um, hey, uh, my name's Brian. I'm from New York, and I was thinking of moving uh, to the West Coast, and I heard that one of you, one of you guys is uh, living in San Francisco, and I was wondering if that, that would be a good place to live. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned at all that we were living in San Francisco. Are you sure Chris and uh, George? No, what, 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 uh, well, one of your guests is, is, uh, is down from San Francisco. Oh, right? uh, maybe Joe is. Maybe we'll get to that later, but yeah, I... I you want to stay with us? He's up be, from San Diego, I'm actually. From, yeah, up from San Diego. But I grew up in a suburb of San Francisco. So oh, oh I Kevin. Qualified to speak on uh, the parking lot. Yeah, caller, can you just get to the point? This is taking a while. I just, yeah, well, I, I, I need to make a move uh, quickly, and I, I'd like to move across the country. So I was thinking that maybe I could do it uh, to San Francisco. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's trying to, ro- are you trying to move in with me? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, that's quick for me, but, you know. Kevin, maybe do you I, need a roommate? 
Oh, well, no. He doesn't live in San Francisco, you guys. He lives in San Diego. It doesn't matter I if he needs to. I could go to San Diego. Right roommate came <laughs> the caller, the caller is wor- The caller will move to San Diego, you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to San Francisco to meet the caller already. It's- Would you be willing to move to San Diego, man? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's, too, it's a little too um, beachy down there for me. I like a, kind of more of a city feel. Oh, Okay. I think I thought. Oh, we had enough of this guy then. Uh, all right. Thanks, callers. Uh, <laughs> thanks, we'll be callers. coming back to you later. So right, if you need to call you. in, uh, you know, 818-292-5045 to get on the line. Um, okay. Not a bad first segment, That was segment, pretty guys. sweet, man. We already got some listeners that are calling in. Gilly, how are you feeling about the first segment? Uh, I liked it. Okay. I cool. feel good. I feel um, there's a lot of sweat pooling around my Yeah, it's really body. hot in here. It's a little hot. Uh, but I feel good. It's a good, always an indication that Gilly is alive. That's just a general state. If she's sweaty. I'm um, I'm a stationary breather. My body doesn't move. Like, my chest doesn't rise and fall. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to tell that oh, I'm... Oh, yeah, old. when you're sleeping, you look like you're dead. I, I get confused for dead a lot. Um, but if you can just kind of, like, feel around, like, armpits, knee pits... Just like feel around, and if you feel me perspiring, then you know that I'm alive, and you can just leave me be. Gilly is the person That's who makes so other people's hostile experiences <laughs> weird. <laughs> I am very friendly in hostels. I never make friends in hostels. I always want to. I see the cool people hanging out like by the bar or whatever in the lounge, and then I just like walk by and coyly like wave and leave. I'm knocking on the doors. I'm asking people to go on trips with me. I uh, one time in a hostel made out with a guy who must have had a condition where he had no saliva. It was really disgusting. <laughs> the dry makeout. Um, he was sipping from a water bottle Cat like tongue. the whole night. It was it was as rough and and dry and unenjoyable as a cat tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's more like it's more porous. Uh, and he was sipping from a little water bottle, so he was like you know moistening himself, but it would like dry up. And so we like c- couldn't. Did kiss he tell for you very anything long. about this, he or was he trying nothing. to hide it? He said, "Well, he was f- foreign. I we were in Budapest, and I don't know where he was from, but his name also is was Goon." That's <laughs> 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 that's weird. G O O N. That concept of you know goons being it's like one of those really attractive person's names, and then to hear that story about it is just weird. <laughs> um. Great. All right. Well, I think we're going to move along here to uh, our first guest, guys. Oh, yeah. It's time for our guest. Yeah. Um, Joe Saunders. Um, he is on the sketch team, Oh Brother, and writer for Comedy Bang Bang. Is that correct? Yes. And a writer for Comedy Bang Bang. We're going to go ahead and go to a clip here from Joe. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spectrums. I'm your host, Dr. Peter Davis. Today's topic the human face. On the planet right now are 5.2 billion unique human beings. And yet there's a question that has haunted us since our very beginning. Why are people so disgusted by the appearance of their own face? (laughs) All right, welcome Joe. What's up Joe? Hey, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, they sound great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a large crowd wow. for you today. It's interesting hearing a video sketch, just the audio of it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we ripped of, that from the internet. Whoa, you ripped that? Well, you know, I don't know if you're that was legally a, able to download <laughs> that. That was a viral video, Joe, that you made. Top it, 30 of the year, Split Cider, we read. Oh, yeah. Great cash, homie. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, they put Splitsire put it on a list. That was really, that was really cool when that happened. That's awesome. Everyone kind of yeah, it got a lot of. That's a great honor. It was very exciting. Um, so you're from Atlanta. I am. Which I did not expect. I expected you to be from the Northeast. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I, I Just because you have a preppy look about you. Well, thank you. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to disguise myself as I, a New England... I thought New maybe England that was the case. <laughs> New York guy. So uh, what was that like growing up in Atlanta? Were you always preppy kid like that? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I think about it that way. <laughs> um, I actually... Atlanta's fine. Atlanta's yeah. like great. Um, it's kind of like LA where it's like really spread out right. and you know, nobody lives downtown. There's like suburbs and stuff. Um, I actually made a conscious decision. Did I say decision? When mm-hmm. I was in seventh grade to start wearing collared shirts. <laughs> in the seventh grade? In the seventh grade. You wore collared shirts yeah, ever since. Thank you. Uh, it was uh, over the summer. I was in on vacation with my parents, six, between sixth and seventh grade, and I decided I needed a look. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see and somebody on TV or in a movie that you decided that you wanted to look like? You know, it's interesting. I don't remember what the actual inspiration was. I just remember thinking, like, I want to start wearing collar shirt, collared shirts. And I specifically wanted to start wearing, like, polo shirts. And then I knew once I got to a certain age, like, in my mid-20s, I was going to start wearing button-down shirts. <laughs> so you had it planned <laughs> out? Yeah, like. yeah. And I knew. And I, this is the only thing I've committed to my entire life. And... <laughs> I was expect, and I'm expecting when I'm older to go into just like sweater collar shirts with sweaters all the time. I, I I always felt that once I became 30, which I just did this year, that I would want to tuck in my shirt. Oh, that's an, yeah. yeah. I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to that, that too. I tucked in my shirt once recently, and it felt really good. Oh yeah. What yeah. was the What was the situation? Um, it was just a night when I was going out, and I wanted to just you know switch up my look a little bit and just be a little bit extra preppy, just to you know. Yeah, I'm something not going on. I don't have a crazy hat or anything. That's that's cool. Yeah. All the way. Um, <laughs> Can I ask, are yeah. you pairing belts with the tuck-in? No, I only own one belt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, but if the tuck-in happens, then I guess maybe that would be a thing I would have to be like, oh, I got to get some new belts. She. That's the cool yeah, thing exactly. about belts, actually. What age do you think that you'll tuck your shirt in? If you've you know, kind of given an age limit to every choice in fashion. I don't know, think? like 40? Yeah, I'm not ready Late either because I I try it I and I know. just don't I don't like the way it looks. I just if if I can pull it off, I'm ready to do it. Yeah, but you know I don't know when I'm gonna be able to pull it off. That's uh, amazing. That you one day. Still wearing the collared shirts. Yeah, that's well, cool. You know, Belita. buy some really cool belts when you do get to show off the belt because that's like what makes the tuck-in cool is that you get to show off a cool belt. Yeah, that, yeah, it will be interesting to like be like considering belts. Wait, do you know the exact age when you're tucking? No, we, I, we think like forty. We think like forty-ish. Yeah, I think forty. 40 Maybe too. children. Like if there's children in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Once your children are embarrassed by it, then you have to tuck in. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I think being a really embarrassing dad would be really fun. I agree. I'm literally looking forward to embarrassing <laughs> kids, <laughs> to having kids basically just to embarrass them all the time. Um, so you worked in the Simpsons writer's room for a long time. Uh, Did you not? Yeah, I was. I was an assistant on the Simpsons for oh, cool. several years. Um, so I wanted to ask you about that because you got to like probably be in the writer's room mm-hmm. a lot. What were some things that you learned from like watching that writer's room work for a long time? Um... <laughs> This is great. These sound effects are amazing. Um, I learned, you know, you have to believe in. Uh, I meant that as a serious question, you know. Well, uh, um, 
The Simpsons, the writers on that show are like some of the funniest, probably the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. They're all just like casually, like insanely funny. And one thing I did learn on that show is that they are constantly throwing out scripts and just like starting over from scratch. Like there's really, you can't, even those guys who their first drafts will be really funny. Like, right. And you know, the show is different now than it was. Like I worked on the show, like not when it was kind of during the first like 10 seasons, like the heyday or whatever, but still now like they're like super hardcore about, you know, rewriting jokes and not mm-hmm. being precious and always like trying to push themselves to come up with a funnier thing. What did you th- think about, you know, I mean, obviously they weren't in their heyday when you were working for them, but you loved the Simpsons growing up and they had this solid like amount of seasons that were amazing comedy. What did you think about working for the Simpsons when they weren't, you know, when people kind of used them as like an example of a show that sh- jumped the shark? <laughs> a lot of people don't believe that, actually. But I don't oh, think I don't I'm know, wrong. Maybe, maybe Joe's take is different on it. Well, I mean, the show has been on for, I love The Simpsons. Simpsons is like still my favorite show ever. Yeah. I think it's the greatest show ever made, even after working there <laughs> for several years. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like the show's been on for 20 years. Like there's yeah. nothing to kind of compare it to quality wise, I think. I mean, the only thing I think you can kind of compare it to is something like a Sunday comic strip like Garfield or mm-hmm. something like that that's just been running forever and ever. And you kind of know what Garfield's going to do. Like yeah. he's going to get in trouble with spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> Odie. Uh, <laughs> Odie's going to be Odie. a part of it somehow. Odie will be involved. What's his thing? I don't know what uh-huh. Odie's thing even is in Garfield. He's just a dog. I think he's silent and he has a tongue. <laughs> Gilly, you look like you can chime in on yes, this. Yes, uh, Odie is, has he's a very <laughs> upbeat, positive guy who just wants to hang out and have fun. And also, Garfield eats lasagna. Mm. Yep. Um, who is Belita? Who is Normal? Is Normal a Garfield character? Yeah, is Nermal, that Normal? So I just read an article about Normal. It was actually. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you read an uh, yes, article about Normal. I wanted to know how many times. Because I was thinking about writing a sketch about somebody like receiving a thousand normals in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to see if it had been done. But normal was like this, like really like confident cat that made Garfield feel fat. Oh, like, interesting. Normal would like constantly say something. Wait, seemingly sorry. What positive. was the Abu Dhabi thing? Garfield used to ship this like really sweet cat. Normal was a self-proclaimed like the prettiest cat in the world, like a real shit bag, real mm-hmm. piece of shit. And Garfield would sh- would ship Normal to Abu Dhabi. Is Normal <laughs> smart, or is Normal like Odie and kind of dimwitted? Pretty dimwitted. Okay. Narcissistic. So Garfield is always. The is there? One. Yeah, Garfield's the smartest one. John is just kind of a sad sack, right? That's his thing. Yeah. Just a loser. Looking, looking for love. Too many. Looking pets. for love. Um. Um. But okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the show is still like. The show still, at least like every episode when I watch it, I'll still you still love, you still watch. Uh, maybe I don't watch it as much, <laughs> <laughs> but I still laugh. And I mean, cool, yeah. So I'm I'm taking uh you through the sort of steps here of Joe's journey to yeah, the writers' room at Comedy Bang Bang. You know, yeah. And I think the next place Outfits, to go, Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, oh brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. You I wanted to see oh. like uh you're working together with a lot of people to write those sketches, right? Mm-hmm. Pitching them and. Uh, working on them together or yeah. separately or what? Like yeah. Wondering o- what the process is o- on that. Oh, brother was a mod team, a sketch team at the uh, Albright Citizens Brigade Theater, which means it's a team put together by the theater. And I didn't know anyone on the team when it was first formed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like six writers and six actors, and the writers write the show and the actors back to the show. And um, 
yeah, we've been together over four years, and yeah, it was it's it's really cool. And it's one of the longest runs, right, for the for a sketch group right now. There, I guess so. I mean, I don't. I don't know. There's not really that many things to compare it to. Did you find it like intimidating at first to like be pitching ideas and jokes in front of people? Or is that something that you were just always good at? Oh, no. I was like super terrified of it at first. I still am terrified of it. <laughs> it's really hard and scary. And yeah. even just like doing UCB where you were like do it with like basically like comedy students. Mm-hmm. I thought was like yeah. super intimidating because there's so many funny people at UCB. And um, You have a very like uh, dry like almost monotone oh. sort of thing to you. I've never been told this before. Very <laughs> unemotional. Really interesting. I'm wondering like, do you ever feel <laughs> enraged? Do you ever get like angry or like really sad where you're like, I think it would be funny to see you angry for some reason. I don't know. Hope you don't take that in a bad way. Um, no, I do. I do. Are you that ever just like, like a fight? Like fight? That was <laughs> that just joke, like Joe general Pesci fighting? Oh, <laughs> well, there's a fight with the emotional music. <laughs> it's Joe Pesci under his own breath in Home Alone. Really? He can't curse, so oh. he's just making up. Yeah. You ever do that? I Oh, yeah, all the time. I curse all the time, guys. I was cursing. I've cursed today. I cursed today, believe it or not. No way. What did yeah. you say? I was, no, I was saying F word. <laughs> How does that sound? Can we say that on the mor- in the morning? Can we yeah, say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was saying, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No! Damn. Um, okay. I so. Once I saw Joe get mad once and it was really funny. Oh, what was what the happened? situation? Uh, hours after eating breakfast, I spotted hot sauce on Joe's forehead, and it seemed <laughs> it seemed to rock. This his is world. oh, this is yeah. I was really upset about it this. Seemed to rock his world. It seemed to. <laughs> I I don't really know Joe all that well, and I don't know another person named Dan Klein all that well. Yeah, but it seemed to cause a rift between their friendship that I don't know will ever be repaired. Yeah, Joe, explain this thing. Well, we I. Uh, Gilly worked on Comedy Bang Bang uh, with me and the other writers, and there was a day where we ate breakfast, and we were eating these breakfast burritos, and I got sriracha sauce <laughs> on my forehead somehow, and we were in, we were all together for like two hours, and nobody said anything until Gilly said something. As we were like walking out the door, you were like, "I think you have something on your forehead," <laughs> and Dan, my friend, Dan had been sitting across from me all morning long, and it said nothing. His silence. <laughs> was silent, just sitting there s- laughing, probably texting his, um. I don't know his friends about it. I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> um, my phone's running low on battery here, so I want to okay. make sure we can get to some callers oh, for yeah. you. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, really quickly jump up to some more some more callers. Um, hello, callers, do we have you on the line? Hi. Okay. Hey, how you doing? You're, you're, on, you're on Chris with, and George. You're on with Chris and George, and we have Joe here. Oh, great. Hi, my name's Ace. Um, I was wondering, I'm a huge Simpsons fan as well, and I was wondering um, what what uh, Simpsons character, Joe, you think you'd be. Uh, okay, that was breaking up a little Simpsons. bit, but I think Joe I think that. I got it. Ace wants to know what kind of Simpsons character I would be. Yeah. Ace, is that right? I mean, I, yes, I'm also the last right. person you should be asking Simpsons questions to. I was an assistant. <laughs> I was an assistant there. I had no responsibilities. Well, you know a little more than us. Ace really wants to know. What Simpsons character I would be? Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I would, I mean, I would want to be, you know, I think we all want to be Duff Man. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I guess I would, I don't know. Sometimes I get told I look like Bart Simpson because I have blonde hair that sticks up. Mm-hmm. I get it's told I look like it. Fry from Futurama a lot. 
George can't believe it. George, you can't believe it? No, because right. I, I don't want to say you, that I see it, but I see Thanks, it. Thanks, Ace. We're going <laughs> to go ahead Ace. and move on to the next one here. <laughs> that was a weird question. Uh, next caller. Hello? Uh, hello? Hey, this how you doing? Jim. Good. This is Jim Davis, creator of Garfield. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Jim Those Davis are... calling in. Oh, it sounds like I've got some fans over there. That's great to hear. How you doing, man? What do you want to ask Joe? Oh, I was just curious why Joe doesn't like Nermal. I did. I want to send her to Abu Dhabi. Oh, and Mr. Davis, that was not me saying that. That I am a huge <laughs> Nermal fan. It was Gilly who wants to send him to Abu Dhabi, and I think she would, that was coming from a place of being a fan. Gilly, what's wrong with Nermal? Oh my God! This is a huge honor to get to talk I, to you. Yeah, this is stunning. Uh, I, I, I think what is wrong with normal is what you made normal. You know, I feel like I appreciate wow. the way you created. The I don't think you expected to be called out by the man today. No, this oh. is like saying food is bad right in front of the chef. Like I'm mortified right now. <laughs> we're we're all big fans. Oh well, thank you so yeah. much, and Gilly, I accept your apology, and just. Uh, Next time, re- remember that normal's a person. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Normal, normal's a person? Thanks. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mr. Davis. Uh, oh, okay. have a great day, guys. Yeah, thanks. Mr. Okay. Davis became steadily more Kermit the Frog-esque as he spoke. <laughs> I'm not really sure that that's actually him. Yeah. Um, maybe one more caller here on the line. we got time for one more caller? Yeah, Let's we got go. one more. Okay. Hello? Hey, man, you're on Chris and George in the morning. Hey, y'all. My name is Tage, and I was uh, getting ready for work this morning, and I was trying to decide between two belts, and one of them's got a big eagle on it, and one of them has, um, it's a buffalo. And I was wondering. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Tage, this would be the question that I would ask you. I don't know about the belts. You You own more belts than I do. Which do you think is the right? I would. Well, I, I personally like the eagle one more, but uh, I think the the buffalo one is actually um, not as um, uh, gaudy. Can I ask, did you say a bigger eagle, so the eagle buckle is bigger than the buffalo? Yes, it's, it is quite quite bigger. Wow, so it, like, is it up to your tummy? Uh, yeah, almost, I'm, I'm almost to my belly button. Wow. That's a big, that's, wow. Tage. I guess that's the kind of thing. I don't know. I think they still want you to, to want to know you which want, one to wear. I'm kind of. I mean, I guess the eagle. It sounds like you like the eagle, and you should wear what you want to like. But uh, I don't I, know. I would be curious about what All that right, buffalo gonna, looks like. We're just know. gonna say go with the eagle. I like Tage is like getting ready for work in the morning and can't decide. Right, thank you guys. Love the show. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh man. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the warm words. <laughs> All right, we already. It looks like we have our first fan, Tage. Um, that was great. Yeah, that was nice. Okay, so uh, one more thing here, Joe. A lot of people heard you were coming on the show today, and um, a lot of people in the comedy community actually have some beef with you, and I thought I oh, could just you? air it <laughs> oh, yeah. out right now and maybe, like, uh, you oh, can tell okay. me there's a lot of accusations getting thrown around here. I want you to be able to address them. Wow, okay. Um, okay, so Ann Maddox wrote in. She oh, said, okay. Joe is really rude to waiters and only tips 10%. Ten percent, Joe. That is not. That's not accurate. I'm uh, always twenty percent. Okay. Straight cash, homie. I figured God, it seems I can clear this some up. of these were a little too crazy. Yeah. Th- so treat outlandish. Joe, if somebody gives, if you have a bill for a hundred dollars, what is your tip? I, uh, twenty dollars. There you go. Good. Whoa. All right. That's so. Here's 20%. the next one. That's normal. You're overcompensating. I think. You th- I mean, look. If the service is bad, 
that's a whole other conversation. But if the surface is good, it's a little too high. For, I, I mean, you're I think too, that's you're good. If I'm going low. to $100 dinners, George, that's normal. That's nice. It's too Twenty. High. Okay, well, you're cheap then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tracy Tracy Meyer says, oh my uh, Joe Saunders really disappointed me when looking through our beautiful wedding pictures. We saw that as our guests were arriving and taking their seat, Joe was standing in front of the entire space, uh, waving to everyone as if it was his day. Um, it says, taking away our most special day to make it your own. I have proof of your narcissistic and egotistical ways. Joe is a monster boo. <laughs> oh Joe, did you think it was your God. day? Well, look, I mean, okay. This <laughs> is, is technically true? some of this okay, this is kind of like <laughs> this needs to be put in context. I did what I did go to their wedding and it was nice and it was great. Mm-hmm. And I was walking in and I was briefly at the front of the room and I saw everyone I knew and I waved at them <laughs> and somebody snapped a photo as I was doing that. Okay. So it looks like I'm standing looks at the front bad. and waving to people. All right. Uh, this one's from Sergio Chili. He says, I bumped into Joe not too shabby a couple weeks ago. I enthusiastically said, hey, Joe, but he mumbled something back to me. I couldn't understand. He thinks he's better than me. It was disappointing. I, you don't remember that? I, I, you don't, even I remember? don't think I, you know, Sergio was great. into him at I, all? I would do. I'm sure I would have said hello. I don't, maybe, <laughs> I had a, maybe I was coughing or something. I don't. Okay, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this one is true, so I want you to be able to get this All one. Right. Adam He's McCabe a, says, <laughs> My mom came to watch us do improv, uh, enjoyed it, and she introduced herself to Joe after the show. He started laughing and talking with some really young girl and ignored her. She said it was okay and understood that he was busy, but I was really disappointed he chose to upset my mother. You know, this is like a thing. I don't get why this is like a thing. This became like a thing on the internet to like start this, f- to post these. St- this is not true. I would never. It's <laughs> another I've, untrue story. Another completely untrue. It's weird that so many people would have stories that are not true. Yeah, though. it's it is weird. At okay. some point, I gotta I, believe there's some truth to it, though. Well, you know, I okay. said that one. I explained that one story, and the others are just made up. I can't. <laughs> okay. Tell they're all made up. They're all made up. This one, I'm pretty positive is real. So I'm gonna go ahead and do one is more. Is that boot? Yeah. Is that boot? Um, oh, they're saying bullshit. <laughs> this one is from Anonymous, okay? Wow. My show Mock Improv used to be performed at a small black box theater in Hollywood <laughs> on Thursday nights after a show called Reservoir Bitches, which was an all-female reimagining of the Quentin Tarantino classic Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Frequently, Reservoir Bitches would run late, delaying Mock. All true? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. Joe ignored... We all are aware of that. Yes. <laughs> Joe ignored my request to be respectful and burst onto their sa- stage shouting, vacate, bitches. The owner of the theater had a talk with me as I closed up for the night and told me we weren't welcome at the space anymore. We were forced to move to the clubhouse where we remain to this day, thankfully without Joe. This is, again, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, vacate, you don't address vacate any bitches... Of it? You didn't say, ever say vacate bitches. I've never said vacate bitches, and you know, so the, according to this story, if it, if it wasn't for me, Mock would still be <laughs> at the tray stages. <laughs> yes, Mock would still be at following tray stages. Reservoir bitches. No, it's not true. These I don't. You know, this started as a thing. Somebody started. Do you this remember group. why it started? Yeah, I remember why. Wh- it why started. did it start? It was a group called Joe Saunders always disappoints for those that uh, aren't informed. Yeah, my there's a friend of mine, Mike Mitchell, <laughs> who has gone on to be kind of a TV star. <laughs> uh, who yeah, the birthday boy is Mike Mitchell. The birthday boy is Mike Mitchell. Why <laughs> 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 didn't cheers for that? Um, and he started the group as a joke one day about, I forgot what the initial thing was that 
he said that I disappointed. And so everyone just sort of piles on. Yeah, just it was you know mob mentality not. of just people piling on, and truth became like an afterthought. And that's here we have. are. I'm defending myself. You're in I've, a podcast. Yeah, I think you're doing a good job of clearing your name. I think all of these sort I, of I, like I can I see them it. your Thank way you. now joe i thought you were some kind of monster just based off of what things are posting on you posting about you online well thank you there was actually like some that got like really bad <laughs> well do you remember i do remember them. i don't want to say you don't them. say them. <laughs> they got really bad and i had to ask mike and it was one while i was looking for a job uh, so <laughs> and i had to ask mike <laughs> to make the group <laughs> oh, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> and he did and um and oh yeah the one thing i wanted to ask you about your twitter Oh, uh, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter. <laughs> Get it out there. We're really all the, covering all, the all my social, yeah. the aspect, my social media. We're pumping you out there, dude. That's this is why great. You're a guest. Thank you. You're the man. No. Oh, thank. Nah, hey, your back. Twitter handle is at you're the man. Now, yeah, you're the man. Now. It's at Saunders Joe. At Saunders it is Joe. Again, kind of a thing that I started and did not realize how long I would be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for four years, and I just tweet the names of celebrities I see. And I retweet other people's celebrity sightings. And so now it's super will, interesting. <laughs> they'll, tr- they'll tweet a celebrity sighting at you. Yes. People will send their celebrity sightings to me and I will tweet them to my 116, uh, <laughs> 1,016 followers. Hey, that's not bad. No. Uh, who's the most famous person that you've seen since you've been tweeting? The most famous? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I once, I mean, I once saw Eddie Murphy getting out of a limo. Whoa. That was probably the most famous. What's the craziest celeb sighting you had? The craziest was I was once in a bathroom alone with Ed Hel- uh, Ed Harris <laughs> from Apollo 13. Yeah. And he talked to me. He started talking to me at the urinal. While you were both peeing. Yes. You remember what he said? He said, how's it going? Did you, you say, say you're Ed Harris? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember what I said. I'm sure I just mumbled and <laughs> kind of did what you yeah. uh, kind of act how you acted to Sergio that day. When you no, just kind of mumble and something on your breath. Maybe that was, or maybe that was Ed Harris. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was Ed Harris disguising himself as Joe. Um, cool. Well, thanks so, so much for thanks coming in lot, today, Joe. Joe. Oh, I know thanks. you have to go to a dinner. So oh yeah. Thanks. You. Thanks for having me, guys. Much yeah. appreciated. Thanks for stopping by on our first uh, episode. Ribbit, ribbit. Hey, it's the legendary Frog Prince. Yeah. I bet you want me to kiss you. No, actually, Princess, I'm feeling a little sluggish. A Red Bull energy drink is really what I want. Oh. As long as you still turn into a prince. <laughs> oh, thank God, you're totally beefy. Wait, where are you going? I want to check out the other princesses. Keep my options open. Excuse me. Oh, typical prince. Red Bull gives you wings. Well, don't expect Red Bull to grow wings on your back and actually make you fly. It helps to temporarily restore mental alertness or wakefulness when experiencing fatigue or drowsiness. Just so you know. Welcome back to Chris and George in the morning. Hope you enjoyed your quick break there. We have some emails I wanted to read. Um, all right, this one uh, coming in from Buffalo. Uh, I just want to be—I just want to clear things up. I bleed the same amount as any regular person. Yours, Gay Simon. Gay Simon. Uh, I guess that's like a gay person they're saying because of the Wild Bill video. <laughs> um, from Gay Simon, everyone. Uh, weird way to address yourself. <laughs> he called himself gay. Um, this this one uh, we have here, it says, uh, 
guys, stop comparing me to the Simpsons. Love a jumping shark. <laughs> uh, I think that was me that compared. That's, you said the Simpsons jumping yeah, shark, me. right? I said people. Very controversial with Joe. He well, didn't want to talk Joe, about that. Uh, George basically told Joe that his favorite TV show wasn't very good. And the <laughs> part that he said. worked on also wasn't yeah. very good. <laughs> I said that years. the show was in decline. I think you thought that that was like, that he was going to agree, obviously. Um, no, I, I mean... It's okay. okay. You fucked up, but it's okay. Um, this one says, to whom it may concern, please tell Joe Saunders to stop following me. Cheers, Andy Dick. Andy no! Dick. Yeah. Andy Dick is like the creepiest guy ever. So if Joe's following him, <laughs> uh, that's extra creepy. This one is, uh, dear Chris, uh, please change me. Things can't stay this way. Sincerely, your body. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't like that one. I wrote that one, Chris, but that's what your body is saying. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go play tennis this week. I was a medium. I was Whoopi Goldberg in the movie Ghost for your body. (laughs) What does Whoopi Goldberg do in the movie Ghost? Uh, Patrick Swayze takes control of her body, then she makes out with Demi Moore. Oh, man, I forgot about that part. It's hot. I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. Um, Dear show, you guys are so immature. Sincerely, a two-year-old boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> ouch! Um, and then finally, here it says, "Hey, Gilly, since we made out in that hostel, I've started wetting my mouth more. Please come back for more kisses." Uh, from Goon. Hell yeah, Goon! It's Goon. 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 <laughs> oh, it almost says Goon. All right, so uh, that's some emails for you. Now we're gonna go ahead and go to. Uh, Khalid, who has, um, oh, hold on out because I want to find the little theme here for him. Uh, we're going to get Khalid with some sports talk. Oh. Hey, Khalid. What's up, Khalid? Oh, uh, yeah, make sure we get you on the mic here loud enough. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, that's great. All right, so we just wanted to talk to you about some sports. How's your fantasy team doing this week? Uh, great, I'm winning. Nice. What's the score? 67-64, and I still got one more player, so. You're winning 67-64? Yes, and I still have one more player. So that's you basically a, got this. That's a lock. That is a lock. <laughs> yeah, it's working. You're all good. Um, yeah, I can turn you up more. Definitely. Yeah, all right, I'm going to turn off this NBA theme here. Can I hear you? Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, yeah that's nice. Okay, cool. So go. what do you think about the Dodgers? How are they doing so far? Oh, one and one. How were you feeling after they're that good. first game? I mean, the first game was kind of scary, but after the second game, I feel a lot better, and we feel like we got a chance. Yeah. That's all I need. But, I mean, it seemed like we had that one locked up. Uh, yeah, it was. It's kind of scary to see Kershaw getting beat like that, and especially from the same guys that we got beat two years in a row. Yeah. So that kind of brings back flashback, the memories that, oh, wow. Not again this year, not again. Yeah, I was at the game yesterday, and when the Dodgers uh, had the lead 2-0, oh, Cardinals uh, tied it, and then it felt again like they were the Cardinals were just going to come yeah, back. Yeah, I punched a couch. <laughs> like that. Uh, you know that Andrew is actually a big-time Cardinals fan. He's from St. Louis. Uh, so you have anything to say to Andrew? Uh, uh, it's going to be disappointing for you, buddy, and we are coming after you. So. Ooh, some of the real smacks. Yeah, watch out. You're throwing somebody's head. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's our that's our sports segment baby uh 
And now we're going to move over to Stefan with traffic and weather together. Thanks, Khalid. Thank you. Stefan, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, you guys? It's Great. good, dude. It's good. So go ahead. Give us the rundown. Traffic, weather, what's going on? So weather right now, Los Angeles. We're talking mid to high 80s through the entire week. No clouds in the sky. Uh, just dry heat, you know. Dry, dry as, uh, dry as that goon's mouth right now, up in <laughs> up in the LA reach. Uh, talking uh, today, it's been pretty hot. It's pretty schwitzed in this uh, this apartment right now. I would say. Yeah, you're a little sweaty. Yeah, I'm a little sweaty. Yeah, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Me, Checking uh, out your phone. What are you looking uh, up information right now to talk about? <laughs> in the middle of a segment, I told you to prepare. I'm looking stuff. up. I'm looking up the 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 the, the traffic, man. Because I don't know what I don't know what the traffic. It's Los Angeles. Who knows what the traffic is? Maybe there's like. Well, we should. We're no one's going to be listening to this live, so we can't. Don't really need to give them live traffic. But oh, if we just talk about traffic generally. Tra- traffic just in general. Yeah. What's oh. what's the streets to avoid? Where's some good streets? Man. Okay. So let me let me tell you this right now. If you're on the west side, San Vicente, San Vicente, from the beach to the freeway, that's that's the jam. Mm-hmm. That's a really really good one. One of my one of my favorite roads in all of Los Angeles to drive the 90 freeway Marina del Rey to to the oil fields La Cienega fantastic Beautiful road out on the oil fields yeah no it's it's weird that uh, I've lived here for so long I didn't know there was oil fields rarely any there. traffic too rarely any traffic that's right but it only goes for like four or five miles so it's really really pretty much useless unless you're going trying to go to the oil fields or to the Marina del Rey. <laughs> Or to where? <laughs> Marina, <laughs> Del, Marina Del Rey. Oh, it yeah, goes yeah. directly from Marina Del Rey to the oil fields, and then it just dumps off on La Cienega and Rodeo. So. All the way. So that 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 makes sense for about ten people for, in yeah, Los Angeles. People. The people ten going people. from Marina Del Rey <laughs> to La Brea know. and Rodeo. You, hey, man, you asked me. You asked. <laughs> I was just telling you what the what it is, man. Okay. Uh, God, other streets that I really like. Streets <laughs> to avoid. Streets to avoid. Streets La to Cienega. Avoid. That yeah. street is fucked up, always. All right, avoid La Cienega. Cool. All right, yeah, I guess that's pretty good for our traffic and weather together. Uh, normally, that's every 10 minutes, but that's just once uh, an episode for us, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Stefan doesn't have that much to talk about. What do, you, what do you recommend if you are stuck in traffic? What is some ways to stay cool? Stay cool in traffic, like temperature-wise? Temperature-wise, uh, emotionally. Um, what I like to do is I like to call people in traffic. Yeah, you call me. I call yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I call you a lot. Yeah. I call you a lot. Uh, I call other people that I don't. I don't get a chance to talk with on a regular basis. You know, checking with their life. Because uh, I, I always feel bad when you call me and you want to talk for like an hour, and I'm like, man, Stefan does such a good job of staying in touch. And then you go, all right, well, I'm home. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's how you wrap up the conversation, though. It's a nice, quick little button on the on the conversation. Boom, and done. Just letting Kevin know that you only want to talk to him when he has nothing else to do. Bye. <laughs> that, that's not true. I, it's, the only, it's the only time I have time available to, to speak like that at length. Can I ask, what are you listening to these days in the car? In the car, what am I listening to? I uh, I used to live with Stefan, and the, the few times I had to move his car, 
I felt like an old lady every time you put the key in the ignition. Just like instant house music yeah. blaring so loud. It was one time, uh, this one time Gilly was in my car and she was sitting there and I, I like was playing some music. I looked over at her and I was like, oh man, isn't this great? Isn't this music really good? And she's all, it sounds like a gay pride parade in your car right now. Oh, it's homophobic. Yeah, no, it's uh, true. Though. Wait, hold on, guys. We have actually have some callers on the line here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to a few yeah, callers. 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 I see them. Um, let's see. The board there. Here we go. Let me make sure the, the mic is on. Hello, caller. Uh, hi. Yeah. Hey. Uh, um, you're here with George I, and Chris in the morning. Chris and George in the morning. Sorry, we got uh, everybody on the line. Awesome. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to call in with a traffic tip. Uh, I live on La Cienega, and a lady was just hit. Uh, um, and it's like a causing a huge pileup kind of right at Santa Monica and La Cienega. Man, you got to call, you got to call the police, man. We're, nobody's even listening to the show. It's not going to, I'm going to, I'll call, I'll call them later. I just wanted to give y'all a heads up first. <laughs> like just, just going towards my point that La Cienega is always fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> always fucked up. All right. Uh, next caller. Hello, this is Gary from West Hollywood. Hey, Gary. What's up, Gary? How are you guys? I found myself getting a little bit angry while Stefan was talking. Uh, he said that the best thing to do is to go by the oil fields, uh, which I think ignores the fact that we're in an energy crisis right now and that you should probably go through the solar fields or wind fields. I don't think that there are any to drive through in Los Angeles. I don't know if we have Gary. any solar fields, Gary. Well, it's the year 2014, so we should definitely. I agree. Alternative energy field that you can go through. That is what client client scientists do recommend, though, that you put up solar fields and then drive around them continuously (laughs) in your fossil powered car. You fucking idiot, Gary. Yeah, my my point exactly. (laughs) All right, uh, one more caller here. Sit, sit down. What? Hello. Hello. Somebody's. Talking to Hello. a dog? Sorry, that was my dog. Sorry. Um, I was wondering, um, what's y'all's favorite color? And also, what's your favorite sexual position? I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we'll, we'll go real quick. Around my color is blue. Always blue. I love blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, position, uh, missionary. Keeping it simple. All the way. Okay. Cool. Uh, I say my favorite color is red. Uh, favorite position? Probably doggy. Doggy with uh, the like n- you know a little hug hug wrap around the, the hug the hug doggy <laughs> yeah you gotta hug yeah. it the intimate doggy the right. intimate doggy completely yeah. curved back <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah my natural back <laughs> i have a curve yeah. uh okay favorite color is green like money and favorite <laughs> position is dominant <laughs> dominating Khalid, let's go. Yeah. So my favorite color is blue, and mm-hmm. uh, favorite position would be doggy style. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you oh, hug yes. it though? Do you hug? Yeah, it's much better. That's nice. Yeah. It would be if you only ever got a chance to try it. <laughs> uh, Gilly. Uh, green like Stefan's money. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I know I'm just giving I'm just giving you shit for semantics, Khalid. I apologize. Uh, and uh, my favorite position, I guess it's like, I guess it would be cowgirl, but when you're both, he's sitting, he's sitting up too. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you were in a chair. It's cowgirl, but you're both sitting up like you're in a chair. Well, he's sitting up and then I, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if that has a name. Yeah, actually, I'm going to revise mine. My, mine's that one that Gilly just said. <laughs> 
sitting in a chair. No, no, not sitting in a chair, just sitting, full <laughs> sitting. It could be sitting in a chair. It could be on the bed, yeah. on the edge of the bed. Yeah. What do you think that's called? Oh, man. Double the pleasure, double the fun. Yeah. All right, real quick, Kevin here. Uh, I guess I would have to say uh, the color is the bothering me. That's the hard part. Doggy style for sure is the sex position. Um, <laughs> A lot of doggy style fans. Uh, the ladies love it. Hello? All right, well, we don't really care about the color. I think we got time for one more caller, actually. Hello? Hey, caller, you on the air with Chris and George in the morning. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright from The Simpsons. Oh, Nancy Cartwright calling in Hello. live. Yeah, Calabunga, dude. <laughs> hey, my George. Um, I'm just calling because I, Joe Saunders never works for our show. What? Joe Saunders did not work for you guys? Are you w- saying Joe lied about that whole thing? <laughs> so disappointing. Yeah, we've never had anybody named Joe Saunders. Ma'am, you, I know that you do a voice, but you don't sound anything like Bart Simpson at all. Oh, maybe because I'm not saying my catchphrase. Cowabunga, high five. All right, I think he, this, oh, might, that's be also, this he, might be a prank call. No, I think it's, it could be true. Like, he's an actor. He goes into the voice on The Simpsons. That's probably, or she. Was that a girl? All right. All right. Thanks, callers. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, end that little call segment here. And we're going to go into a, uh, a little game show that we have set up for you guys. The price is right. George is going to do his best Drew Carey impression. <laughs> guys, you guys ready? We're going to do a little game called The Black Market Price is Right, guys. We're going to list some things on the black market, and you guys are going to guess the price. All right. Okay, guys. Um, the first thing. Oh, just so you know, uh, the people here playing for us are Kevin McKenna, who actually is a real Price is Right winner. That's correct. All right. We get a champ. Uh, he won a car on the Price is Right a few years back. And uh, they don't allow you to go back on the show after you win, so I just have been doing the amateur circuit. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we also have Stefan Tom uh, going to be playing today. Yeah. Woot. Woot. And then uh, thirdly, we have Khalid. That's right. All right. So go ahead, George. Here we go. Okay, guys. The first item on the black market prices, right, is a leopard. Guys. Kevin, how much do you think a leopard Live or dead? This is a live leopard. I looked this up. This is all per uh, Havocscope.com, a global black market info uh, site. A leopard. Thanks for giving them a shout out. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I hate to be so specific, but this is how we play on the actual show. You can ask questions. Uh, oh yeah, no. Please talk it out. Yeah, can uh, can you? Is it like an endangered species leopard? There's multiple varieties species of leopard. No, this know? is this is per the site. It's just a live leopard. That's an all, average leopard. This is an the average, average cost leopard. for a live leopard. Oh well, uh, twenty three hundred dollars. Twenty three hundred dollars. Locked in on twenty three hundred. Uh, I'll say at least I'll pay three thousand for one. Definitely. <laughs> Three thousand. Khalid would pay three thousand. Now remember, you can't go over. If you go over, you you automatically lose. lose. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go twenty-five thousand dollars. Twenty-five thousand dollars. I'm gonna say those are fucking expensive. You would think, but a actual leopard. Who's the winner? On the black market, is five thousand dollars. Khalid, you were the closest. (laughs) This is something. This is something that really bothers me. Stefan, did you never fake sick as a child or stay home sick and watch The Price is Right as a child? 
Uh, no, I, I've actually never seen the show ever. You've never seen The Prices, right? I've maybe seen your segment where you won that car. Yeah. Like probably seven times, but I, I've, I've never <laughs> actually watched a lot of the other show. All right, let's go into the next one here. Okay, guys, uh, the next item is a tiger penis. Okay, obviously, Kevin, this is a dead tiger penis. It's <laughs> average tiger, endangered tiger. This is a regular tiger. Country, average. country of origin. I don't have. Qu- I can make one up for you. Please just give a price. Six hundred dollars. Oh wait, no. You're locked in six hundred dollars. Kevin's at six hundred. Okay. Khalid. That's more than a hooker, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather have, Khalid? Uh, How much if is you a had Six hundred dollars. <laughs> um, I'll pay three hundred. You pay three hundred for a tiger penis. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Um. I guess I'm gonna go with. Uh. I oh God, I think it's really. I feel like it's really expensive. Okay, just seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the actual price of a tiger penis on the black market is thirteen hundred dollars. Stefan, you are the closest. That's right. I was about to guess twenty five thousand dollars. Well, because you only have to do one dollar higher than the person with the highest. Yeah, they just bid a little low on yeah. the tiger penis. I was also factoring in like shipping costs and like <laughs> harvesting the penis and. This is wholesale tiger penis. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, That's good to know. Okay, guys, the third item on the black market price is right. Is the aver- what is the average price of an AK-47 worldwide? So an AK-47, this is the average price uh, market value worldwide. Kevin? In dollars or in hookers? <laughs> in dollars. Um, $1,000. $1,000. Okay. Oh, wow, that's a lot. No, I would say like $50. $50? For an AK-47, Absolutely, okay. yeah, it's cheap. Didn't mean to give away the actual answer, <laughs> the inflection of my voice. All right. And Stefan? Uh, I'm going to say $235. $235. For somebody who hasn't watched The Price is Right, you sure are good at it, man. You're close. It's $534. Dude, $50, Khalid? <laughs> <laughs> what do <what are> you... <laughs> $50? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's do just these two. Yeah, Stefan okay. gets to go like home with a leopard and an AK-47. Okay, guys. Uh, next one is the baby from Nigeria. This is a human trafficking uh, price. <laughs> a baby specifically from Nigeria has a different cost than most other babies. Uh, would you like to guess, Kevin, what that price is? I, th- I can't say it's less than an AK-47, so $1,001. <laughs> Locked in with 1001 Okay, Khalid? I would say 5000 I think a baby's more expensive. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2500 <laughs> Stefan again. It was $2,650. dollars <laughs> Stefan... <laughs> A guy who has never played The Price is Right, doesn't even know what it is, is by far the best. And now we're going to go to a the, the price average of a, a child in India. So another human trafficking uh, price, Kevin. A <laughs> Wait, child so in India as opposed to Nigeria. What was the final Nigeria? Yeah, 26.50. 26.50. 26.50 because we're all equal. 26.50? Are you sure? 26.51. Okay. Moving on to Khalid. Khalid, what do you think? I would say fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Is that more or less than you said? Cheaper. Cheaper. Why yes. do you think it's cheaper? 
Because India is cheaper, right? I'm assuming it's a lot cheaper country. Than All right. And Stefan? All right. Oh, man. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 1,800. 1,800. Stefan... No, there you, are no winners. You lost. Everybody yeah. went over. The actual price for a child in India is forty-five dollars. What? <laughs> as as per havocscope.com, black market info. Is that $45. with a prime membership? <laughs> <laughs> hey Um Okay. Cool. Um, so the winner there, I guess, was uh was Khalid. Khalid oh. had fifteen hundred. Well, nobody wins if you go over. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, guys, on to the last one. This one is pretty cool. This is the average income for a pimp per year. This is the average income for a pimp per year. Look at all those cars, those fur coats. How much do you think they make a year, Kevin? $30,000. I bet it's less. 30K? Okay. Yeah. I'll say at least 60K. 60K? Um, man. See, oh god. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that an average. This is the average pimp's uh, salary over the entire year. Yeah, mm -hmm. an average pimp. Uh, is this gross? Yeah. No? Oh, okay. After taxes. Uh, after pimps, after pimps after don't pimp play taxes. After they just taxes? get cash. Okay. I'm gonna say eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars a year. Okay. Uh, the actual average uh, pimp income per year is sixty-seven thousand two hundred dollars. That goes to Khalid. <laughs> Khalid, right. what are you going to do with your pimp? I know some pimping. <laughs> All right, so who won today? Who got the most? Uh, Stefan had two, Khalid had two, um, and Kevin had one. Well, all right, we're going to give uh, four packs of Red Bulls to Stefan and Khalid. Uh, you guys win. Red Bull gives you wings. Guys, that was the black market prices right. Thanks for playing. Yeah, all right, we're going to go to a couple more callers here. Um, one last time before uh, we wrap things up. Guys, uh, do we have anybody on the line right now? Hi. Hey, caller. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Tracy. I'm from uh, Red Bull Legal, and actually I have to ask you guys to stop using the Red Bull name and trademark. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, we, are, we're, we really want to be sponsored We would by like Red Bull. to give you guys some ad space. Well, we, we will reach out if, in fact, we are interested, but until then, please cease and desist. Uh, do you not think that um, that Red Bull is like, compatible with the show at all you, you no it's not that i think we think the show's good we just don't think it's uh, really red bull material got it got it all okay. right thank you guess we'll have to choose another next caller please hello hey Hi. welcome to chris and george in the morning hello i'm nikhil i'm calling from india uh, oh. hi. how you doing good but i was recently sold and I just wanted to let you know I was sold for $55. <laughs> well, this is just the average price. All right. A little girl from India letting us know that we were a little bit off on our pricing. It was actually $55. I'm getting a weird echo in the headphones here. So we're going to go ahead and uh, end our calls Thanks, here. Guys. Thank you, guys. And uh, I don't know if we have any emails uh, left, but uh, if we got... Oh, okay, great. We got one here. Um, <laughs> this is, I'm glad Joe isn't talking to me anymore. I tried to get a restraining order years ago from Dan Klein. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, finally we have the Cardinal suck from the bishops. Oh yeah. They're bishops back wrote us, uh, the bishops were talking about the actual Cardinals in the Vatican. 
Right, right. That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, oh, hearing hearing that Mexican station come in from the mic here, so I'm gonna have to turn <laughs> that down. Uh, and now, finally, for our final segment, uh, we have outrage of the week with uh, our roommate Andrew, uh, who is coming in right now, coming in hot. Hey guys, it's Andrew. Yeah, listen to that applause. That's a good welcome. Thanks for letting us uh, do the show. Uh, in, the in in our apartment, in the living room. In the living room, we're, talk we're allowed Mike, to George. disclose our studio. Uh, yeah, man, it's my pleasure. So, what's the outrage, man? What are you pissed off uh, about? Okay, so it's a two part, two part type thing. First is the Great. like the thing that um, sounds long. Oh, it's supposed to be just a second. <laughs> uh, first outrage of the week. This did you see? Like, this is something we shouldn't be pissed off about. Did you see like the articles? All this shit about Tom and Jerry being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down. Yeah. Okay, so this was like going What's around. racist about Tom and Jerry? Well, I mean, a lot of things are racist about Tom and Jerry. It was made in the 1940s. People, like all the movies, all like the animated shit from back then. Is but like, what were they saying was they were the saying, thing? There's like, uh, like Mammy Two Shoes is like the one human you see in it. And it's like a big, <laughs> like overweight uh, black woman who's like the the housekeeper or whatever and that's like the only and it's like it's a really racist portrayal of this woman in uh tom and jerry it's like the only human usually it's just the cat and the mouse running around mm-hmm. uh but it's like so amazon puts it up on amazon instant or whatever it's called and uh like the description they put in was like a disclaimer that the show was racist mm-hmm. it's like uh this was made in the 1940s it's a product of its time we don't endorse this like what is portrayed in here Warner Brothers does not endorse what's going on. So that pisses you off that they put that? No, that doesn't piss me off. It pissed a lot of people off. Everyone was like all up in arms on Twitter, like, what kind of Andrew's country? you just reporting on what pisses other people <laughs> off right now. Yes, I am. I'm reporting on this because it's something that people shouldn't be outraged about. Like, there was so, that's what I'm mad about. Like, there was so much hatred going around being like, what kind of country am I living in? They're telling me Tom and Jerry's racist. It's like, yeah, it's racist, but like, it's Tom and Jerry. Like, why do we care now all of a sudden? Like, Tom and Jerry's been around for years, and now, like, people have chosen this moment and, like, Amazon Instant as the thing to get all upset about? I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you're outraged at the outrage. You're outraged at the outrage. I'm outraged at the outrage. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just too much. It's like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about that. Worry about, like, other things. Worry about, like, current racism. Not like, whoa, this is a racist thing from the 40s. Either way. It's kind of like, you know, when you, like, play a sport and then you watch that sport on TV, you have, like, a more discerning eye for it, you know? Or if you, like, play an instrument and see a band. Andrew, like, knows outrage. And so when he sees <laughs> outrage being misdirected like this... It's I really know crazy. outrage. Um, in the right place. So what pisses you off the most about uh, me and George's roommates? Oh. Um, dishes in the sink. Dishes in the sink too long. Oh. Uh, I abide by a 24-hour rule... Uh, if, as long as they're there for less than 24 hours, that's fine. Yeah. I, I never, it's never like the problem. The problem with the 20, like call, you're choosing to give a 24 hour rule. And once you've said 24 hour rule, I like set the clock cause I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I walk in the kitchen and I see dirty dishes and I'm like, all right. And then if they're there 24 hours later, I get really pissed off about it. <laughs> All right, well, I wish Andrew was a little bit more pissed off, but I guess this is as mad as he's going to get today. Fair. He's coming out clean right here. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> It's annoying as shit. 
Uh, Andrew woke up the other morning and he accidentally kicked a fan and hurt his foot and then he pushed the fan down in the room. <laughs> stormed out of the it room. It broke. Uh, this is all reported from Jackie who's is... asleep in the bed. <laughs> yeah, man. I've, I'm really grumpy in the mornings. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not pissed off enough for you right now. I'm usually in a better mood by this time of day. In the morning, I don't know, I was, I was really pissed off. It was really hot. Fan was going and then like I tripped over the wire when I was walking into the room and just like as a reflex I turned and like shoved the fan onto the ground and it like smashed on the ground in the hall. Believe it. Seems like a normal thing to happen. But since then you've had like a nice day. You threw a frisbee around. Yeah, well this was a this was not the same day. This was like a work day. I I stayed up too late the night before, missed my own bedtime. Uh wait. Can we go back to that part? (laughs) That is a bedtime? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I try to go to bed at midnight. This was your own bedtime. Are there alternative bedtimes from your eight, your parents or your girlfriend? or anything? Jackie has her own <laughs> bedtime and then Andrew has a different bedtime. But it's like, oh. uh, I, you missed the bedtime that Jackie set for you and the bedtime that you set for you this No, night? Jackie doesn't set a bedtime for me. I set a bedtime for myself. She yeah. kind of does, but. Try to keep a handle on it on work nights. Um, all right, well, do we have any more emails here? We all... We all set. All right. Well, that's everything for today, guys. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, George has something on his hand that I can't read. I just wanted to say thanks to some of our contributors today. Oh, yeah. Ben and Robert. That's what he wrote on his hand. Thanks, Ben and Robert. Uh, writers today on the show. And thanks, everybody. Matt Cortez, Stefan Tom, Gilly Nisim, Kevin McKenna, George Cortez, Andrew Muth, and Khalid Monsori. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, Monsori. Perfect. Uh, that's everything today, guys. <laughs> Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in to George and Chris in the morning. We're going to play you out with some Avi Buffalo. So what?